Welcome to Social Media Know-How, the podcast featuring the greatest minds and brands in the world of social and digital marketing. And now, your host, founder and CEO of Link Humans, Jorgen Sundberg. Hey, son, space on. How are you? Many thanks for tuning in to Social Media Know-How, the Link Humans podcast. I'm your host, Jorgen Sundberg, and this podcast is all about improving your social and digital marketing game. As always, I'm coming to you from Link Humans Global Towers in a very, very windy London. The UK has been battered by a storm called Imogen, which is, of course, a very British name for a storm. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty windy out there. It's the second week of February 2016. And last week, I asked about advertisers and sponsors for this podcast, and I'm really happy to report that we have one on board already, and you'll hear much more about them in the upcoming episodes. However, if you're interested in sponsoring as well, do get in touch. There's always room for more sponsors. Uh, just ping me an email at jorgen at linkhumans.com or any other method that uh, works for you. I will you will be able to find me on most social networks. Right, so I'm very excited about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Angela Bortolucci, or Bortolucci, as we say in Canada, and uh, we're going to talk all about Instagram marketing. And Angela is a uh, very high-energy person, and uh, she's really good on Instagram. We follow her here at uh, Link Humans, and um, now is the time to follow her on the gram yourself so you can relate to what she's talking about. You've got about one minute before the interview rolls. So before the interview, as always, I will just like to share my little tip of the week. If I say Pablo, what do you say? Either Escobar or Picasso, probably. Ever find yourself stuck for images to use for your company blog or social updates? Well, you're not alone. And of course, we don't want to use images that we don't have the rights to use. So we have to be very careful with that. And typically the ones who are free to use, there are sites that provide free to use images. The trouble is that these images typically suck, or at least the good ones are very limited in number. So you find yourself using the same image over and over, which isn't a very good practice really. So thankfully there is a solution and um, that's uh, something that was launched about six months ago by, by our good friends at Buffer, the uh, social sharing service. And it's a tool called Pablo, hence my question to begin with. And this tool has about 30,000 images that you can use for free in any way you like. So use it on blog posts, use it on your website, use it on social media updates and so on. You can even right on top of the images. So there is an editor inside Pablo where you can put quotes on, you can put your logo on images and so on. And um, yeah, it just looks really good and it takes, literally takes 30 seconds to put a, a nice image up on, uh, on, um, on to go along with your update or your blog post. So if you consider a site such as socialmediaexaminer.com, they have a unique image with a title for every blog post they put out, which, which kind of makes it, um, yeah, it looks looks like they put a lot more effort into it. And uh, basically now you can do exactly the same. And if you look at the Link Humans uh, blog, linkhumans.com slash blog, you'll find that we do exactly the same. It's not exactly the same style as Social Media Examiner, but uh, 
yeah, we, we try to have a unique image for each post uh, and we write the titles on the actual image. So I think this is a brilliant tool, completely free. So do check it out. It's available at buffer.com slash Pablo. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes, of course. So yes, I think the name of this tool is probably related to Pablo Picasso, not the other Pablo. Right, so with that, it's time to talk Instagram in today's expert interview. Let's roll the clip. Angela Borlusi, how are you? Good, how are you? Very good, fantastic. Could you tell us about uh, Recruiting Social and your role there, please? Yeah, definitely. So um, just a, a quick little intro into Recruiting Social. So it was founded by a fella named Chad McRae. He started the company back in 2012. And then since then, he's brought on sort of numerous uh, employees, myself being one. And um, we've also grown out from our Vancouver um, location into Los Angeles as well. So that's been very exciting. So in a nutshell, Recruiting social. We're a social recruitment company and I think people always question, well, what does that even mean? I think the, the, the premise of that is really that we focus on attracting the right candidates um, and then by telling the company's story. So essentially that would be our client. Um, we're big into culture fit um, because we know, especially in the tech space, it can be a lot based on skill, but culture is a, a huge fit for, for um, a lot of our clients and it's a focus for them as well. And then of course being that social component, um, we use various different platforms to to reach out to candidates in very specialized ways as well, um, one being Instagram. Um, and so my role with recruiting social is I'm a recruiting manager and I focus on technical recruitment and product recruitment as well. Fantastic. And uh, she also mentioned that uh, you are a featured author for Undercover Recruiter. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing that now for the past, it's almost been a year now that I've been writing for Undercover Recruiter. Fantastic. Great. And today, we, yeah, we want to zoom in on, on Instagram because uh, we uh, here at Link Humans, we follow you on Instagram. <laughs> we, we think you're very good at it. So perhaps <laughs> could we start with the basics? Why should we use Instagram and perhaps, you know, could compare it to why not Twitter, Facebook or LinkedIn? Yeah, and I think that's a great question because I do often get that with a lot of candidates um, about presenting themselves in their job search and whether that they should be on Facebook, whether they should be on LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram. So I think that the main focus here is really just understanding who your audience is and who you're trying to attract. Um, my audience could be completely different from someone that is in engineering or someone that is in marketing or someone that's in communications. So I think that the key um, sort of, I guess, recommendation that I would say is know your audience, find out who you want to attract uh, and then find out what the purpose is for it. Do you want to create brand awareness? Do you want to have a presence on these platforms? Or maybe your audience isn't on Instagram, but they're only on Twitter. So you really need to sort of narrow down which social media platform is going to be right for you and your company. And uh, you say so you recruited uh, technical and product people. Yeah. yeah. Do you find them on Instagram? or I do. I do. Yeah. And I know sometimes people are always puzzled about how I go about doing this. And I think when I talk about Instagram and being such a, a powerful networking tool, it really is. Um, just the fact that when you go to networking events, so for example, if I was at a hackathon or if I was um, at a meetup, um, what would happen is, is I could check into that location and then I could search that location to find out who has been at that location as well. And then any type of popular hashtag that the event is putting on, I could search that as well and find out who used that hashtag, when they were there, and then reach out to them just to even build that connection. Because 
even though that connection, uh, just in terms of reaching out to a potential hire, might not happen right then and there for a potential job, it could happen six months down the road. And I think that's always key when we talk about being uh, a social recruiter um, is that you know, you can't just expect to fill a job right away or have that candidate, you know, want that job right away. It might take some time. So you can really foster that relationship through these social media channels. Right. Great. And uh, I'll ask you more about the, the sourcing on Instagram in a yeah. minute. Uh, I just wanted to ask you also about um, separating business and personal because yes. uh, you definitely don't. <laughs> to my understanding, unless you have a very personal account no, as well. No, I, I definitely don't. And I, I, that's a great question because I often have job seekers uh, ask me that question whether they should separate their personal uh, versus, uh, quote-unquote, their business. Essentially, it could be um, just them as a, a job seeker or them as, say, for example, a UX designer and they're showcasing their portfolio on Instagram. So again, it really does depend on your audience. I um, create awareness for recruiting social um, and create awareness for me as a recruiter and being a technical recruiter in LA and Vancouver. So everything is sort of across the board when it comes to just my account. But that doesn't mean that everyone should use it in that way. Usually what I recommend is you can have a private Instagram account and you can also have uh, a quote unquote business uh, Instagram account. Just make sure that everything is locked down and if you do have friends that are going to be tagging you in posts, make sure that their account is on private as well because if it isn't, then I can also see their Instagram account. And that's where we put on sort of that Nancy Drew hat when it comes to recruiters because we can really find out a lot of information about people and who they're associated with as well. Yeah, right, yeah. And I think, um, I mean, when a lot of people, when they set up their social channels, they perhaps kept Facebook for personal and LinkedIn for professional, but yeah, the lines are really blurring. And my, personally, I've, I only have public accounts nowadays and it's all yeah, professional. So if, I, if it's personal, then I keep... You know, to keep it to uh, WhatsApp or, or email. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> right. Okay. So what's a step-by-step -step guide to success on Instagram? How did uh, Angela Bortolusi do it? <laughs> I think really it comes to good content and a lot of people even ask me like what does that even mean I, it really does come down to the quality of pictures and it doesn't mean that you have to go out and buy a professional um, camera to take these pictures I mean I use my, my iPhone um, so that is key and, and I think to a, a moment that can capture who you are and what you're doing so usually I say good content comes with quality pictures but also a theme if you look at my Instagram account, you can see that the theme is coffee, computers, you know, networking, branding, and recruiting social. It's very through and through. So I usually say if you are going to kind of use it to build any type of brand awareness, make sure that you, you follow a theme. And um, the next thing too is about using sort of um, hashtags, you know, owning that hashtag. Uh, at Recruiting Social, we use Recruiting Life um, is sort of our, our main sort of go-to hashtag so that's always key as well um, and then you know when it comes to you know posting photos you did mention about the whole personal um, versus you know keeping it very professional I'd say if you do have something public just make sure that whatever you are posting um, you know it's not like it could be uh, critiqued in um, maybe in a, a bad form, so to speak. Uh, I think that's always key if you you know ever doubt yourself in the pictures that you're posting it's probably best that you don't post it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and uh, you've already mentioned one tactic here about hashtags, but how do you get more engagement on your, on your content? 
Yeah. And I think that's great when it comes to engagement and maybe sort of growing your followers. And I think it depends on the community that you're in. So for example, mine would be like the tech community and the HR community. So usually um, what I say is, you know, the engagement component can be liking photos. It could be commenting on photos, um, having an even a, a small conversation. I always say like LinkedIn or sorry, Instagram has been a um, I would say a, a more productive um, networking tool than, than LinkedIn because essentially you are capturing a moment with someone because we always say, you know, Instagram is within the moment. Um, it's very authentic. Um, you get to see someone's sort of life essentially. So that's, is one, um, you know, that sort of comments back and forth. Uh, another one is if you've got followers on like, for example, like Twitter or on Facebook, encourage them to follow you back on Instagram as well. Um, and sort of create that, that sense of community, um, within your, your Instagram platform. Right. And uh, you mentioned this already as well, but how do you get more followers? Yeah. So one, one um, sort of, I guess, um, sort of tactic that I've seen a lot of companies um, taking part in is IG takeovers. So um, you have someone that's an influencer in your industry take over the account for the day. It could be for the week. Um, usually I say the day is um, successful enough to kind of build those, those followers. Um, we've done it at Recruiting Social as well. We've had um, you know, people in the HR industry, the tech industry, um, take over our account for, for the day and um, just kind of shows people um, the life of, of someone else that you might want to be associated with as well. So that's big. Um, you know, tagging other people in your photos is, is an important one. Um, I know the subject lines and caption lines are, are key to kind of building your followers. I think if you're more... Um, authentic when you're writing your captions and, and telling people kind of how you feel in, in some way or form. Again, keeping it kind of professional if you do have it uh, public is, is key. And then, of course, you know, leveraging trending hashtags is, is always a big one. And I know sometimes people are a bit hesitant about how many hashtags they do. I usually say, you know, cram in a bunch of hashtags. It doesn't hurt. Um, you know, after an hour, usually they do often expire, meaning your pictures are no longer at the top of the explore page. You're usually at the bottom. Um, and so you can delete them after as well. Right. Okay. That's a good tactic. So you, you jam pack the hashtag. I jam pack with the hashtags. Then uh, after an hour, I usually delete them. <laughs> okay. Great. And uh, I like that idea of um, takeovers. We've done a link humans where we had uh, weekly takeovers. Yeah. Uh, what, one challenge with that is that um, people are panic a little bit and they go, "Oh, how much do I need to post?" And uh, yeah. I need to think of something really cool today. Um, so how? How do you get people to um, yeah, to be creative? You, and also, what, what should the frequency of postings be? Yeah, it is definitely tough. And I know even coming up with the, the caption component on a picture can be tough. I mean, sometimes I even struggle, like, what should I even say? And sometimes it can be just as simple as, you know, Saturday vibes, right? Sometimes I think we think too much into it. Yeah. Uh, so usually when I um, discuss in an IG takeover with someone, I usually um, ask them to sort of map out a plan about the things that they want to share about their day. So it could be, you know, if they start off with um, yoga in the morning, you know, capturing that moment. Um, if they're on the computer like us recruiters, we're on our computer pretty much all day, every day, and, you know, sourcing candidates. Showcase that. I mean, really, you're showcasing um, your lifestyle, right? For me, it's the recruiting lifestyle. So that would 
would be something that I would um, sort of demonstrate through an IG takeover. And that's what I usually say with anyone that's doing it. It's just sort of map out your day. And it doesn't have to be very tactically or strategically. Um, again, it's very authentic of what you do, um, you know, consistently week after week, right? So it's just showcasing that and then showcasing your personality. That is a huge thing with, with Instagram, given that it is a, a visual platform. People want to see that personality and who you are as well. And it's funny, I often get comments on my uh, Instagram account that I need to smile more. And given my personality, how bubbly I am, you'd think that would be portrayed in my pictures. But usually I kind of have the, the downward face. <laughs> so you try to look cool, yeah? <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and in terms of frequency, both for takeovers and, uh, and for regular brand accounts, should it be uh, one day or I definitely at least once a day. And the reason why that is, is because um, you would come up in people's feeds more often. Um, and, and so I think once a day is suitable. Even twice a day, I think, is great as well. If it's an IG takeover, it's dependent on if it's going to be throughout the week or if it's just for the day. Usually, if it's just for the day, Day, I would say about six photos is efficient. Um, again, a few in the morning, a few in the afternoon, some in the sort of you know mid sort of late evening, and then maybe one just to tie it off and and to basically thank everyone for for following their engagement on Instagram as well. Great. Okay. And now you uh, mentioned this at the start of uh, this chat, uh, but how do you source on Instagram? So as a recruiter, how do you find people? Or if you're not a recruiter, if you're a salesperson, how do you find potential clients? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the, the the main thing here is before you can even go out on your search, you definitely have to build up your bio. Um, so you can see on um, even Recruiting Social's Instagram account, my Instagram account, we all have a little bio about what we do and who we are. So if we are going to be potentially reaching out to people or engaging with people, they kind of know who we are essentially and, and maybe why we'd be reaching out to them. So that's key. Then you can simply do um, searching hashtags. So if I was searching a hashtag on UX designer or if I was searching a hashtag in regards to places, um, YVR Tech would be one. So that's the Vancouver tech scene. That's a, a common uh, hashtag that they use. I would start there because then you can see who is using that particular hashtag, where they've checked in. Um, again, going back to if I went to an event like Tech Fest here in Vancouver, um, they create their own hashtags for that event. So when I do a quick search, I can see all the attenders. And those could be potential job seekers as well. The nice sort of um, thing and um, I guess new item that uh, Instagram has uh, implemented is the direct messenger. So before you'd have to send a message through a picture to get someone's attention through a message. But now you can actually just send them a direct message without having to do that on Instagram. So that sort of changes the way we communicate with people as well. Great. Okay. And I guess this really ties into... Um using Instagram as a networking tool. Yeah. And I and that's a, a, sort of a great leeway, I think, in regards to the direct messenger. It does make it easier to reach out to people for opportunities. Um, and I always make it um, very transparent as to why I'm reaching out to them. So, for example, if it was a UX designer or someone in the, the tech industry, um, usually I you know, kind of give a, a quick intro to who I am, 
um, why I'm reaching out to them and why I think maybe they might be a good fit for a role or, um, you know, why maybe you want to network with them um, in the future as well. So being very transparent is, is my, my one recommendation for people that are reaching out to people. Um, because you have to remember, not everyone is sort of using Instagram for a networking tool or building some brand awareness. They could just have an Instagram account that they're using for personal use and they're just showcasing their pictures for their friends. So being very transparent and why you're reaching out is, is, is definitely key. Great. Okay. And uh, I was just going to ask something else around um, content as well, um, around images. So mm -hmm. obviously you can take your own images or videos and that, that's great. What about uh, if you're using other people's images? I know you can regram. Is there, what's, yeah. the, what's the protocol uh, for giving people credit? Yeah, definitely. I, I actually don't prefer, I prefer not to use regrams. So what I use is I just give them a little, um, I, I basically give them photo credit in my comment. So I just use a little emoji with the uh, the camera and say yeah. who the photo is by. Um, at least I does give that person credit. And I know sometimes um, many of us might use pictures from people that have millions and millions of followers, but you have to think that's still their picture and they do own that picture as well. So I feel like giving them a shout out is just kind of out of respect. Right, okay. And so if you see an image which looks great on Instagram and you want to reuse it, how do you actually capture it when you don't have to do a, a screen grab? Yeah, so I, I would just do a screenshot and then you can post it on uh, Instagram. Another way that you can um, go about um, capturing someone else's photos is actually, again, just sending them a direct message. I've had other companies reach out to me via direct message on Instagram and ask if they can use my photo uh -huh. or if they would mind sharing their photo and then I can send them directly and then they will promote me on their page. That's another sort of tactic that I know a lot of companies are using as well. Great. And, it's, and also another question on uh, images, because you're the expert here, um, memes, <laughs> do you uh, think they belong on Instagram? Um, I'm not opposed to them. Again, it depends on what your theme is, right, and who your audience is. That's key. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm opposed to them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use them particularly for, for my, uh, in terms of my content and, and my page, but um, I'm not opposed for them for, for other companies that use them. And so why wouldn't you use them? Um, it doesn't go with my theme. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I would consider them to be perhaps a bit inauthentic. Yeah, in, in some ways, but you have to think too, sometimes those memes can be showcasing something that you're feeling or, uh, again, some sort of brand awareness that showcases um, something of, of part of your company. So, like I said, I'm not opposed to them, um, but they're definitely something that I wouldn't showcase on my own uh, personal page. Right, so it's not so, not so human, perhaps. Yeah, I would say so. Okay, uh, right, so if we look at um, Instagram pitfalls, what are the things to avoid? Well, we always say bad lighting. <laughs> if you're in a dark space, it's probably you know best to avoid that. I think one of the, the major pitfalls when it comes to, to Instagram, because really, again, you can kind of use it any way that you you know feel um, fit for, for your brand or for your personal brand, um, is I think it just in terms of its users. So if you're a company that is trying to build some brand awareness within Instagram, um, we know that usually the users of Instagram are usually between 18 to 29 um, in comparison to maybe the, the 30 to 49 age bracket, um, the users are a little bit more uh, less engaged. So I would say it's kind of a 
uh, it's very youthful Instagram, but I know that there are more um, sort of uh, later adopters that are, are using Instagram. It's just, I think Instagram is still known as a, a younger social media channel. Okay, and how, how could you um, measure the return on investment on Instagram? And uh, yeah, how do you prove that to your manager? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, just because there are, I think there's like over 300 million users that use Instagram and there's like 70 million photos per day. So it's like, how do you even, you know, capture that moment and capture people's attention? I think the best way you can track ROI is by posting, um, you know, a, a picture on behalf of your company and then having a call to action. So when I mean call to action, meaning have a trackable link attached to that picture. And, and so at least that kind of measures whether that photo um, was engaging with people. Um, you can also measure it by the likes and the comments. That's always a big one. But the call to action, having a, um, a transferable link um, posted, and even though users can't click on that link when it comes to comments, you can actually just get them to navigate back to your bio and have the link posted in there. At least it will go directly to their browser within their phone. Right, yeah, that's something we do on, uh, I think, Undercover Recruiter. So mm -hmm. e every day we, when we post a new uh, image which goes along with a, an article, we change the, the bio link. So that's, yes. yeah, that's the only clickable link you get. So. Exactly, and which is really unfortunate. With That's the sort of another, I guess, pitfall when it comes to Instagram. The, the links don't work in the comments page, but they do in the bio page. So you do actually have to, to change them quite often if you are changing over your pictures. But that would be the, the only way um, in terms of just measuring the ROI besides how many followers you gain per picture and how many likes you are gaining per picture as well. Yeah, got it. Okay, and if we look at uh, technology, what apps, uh, tools, and tech should you be using along with Instagram? Yeah, I think my biggest recommendation when it comes to using apps that are sort of connected with Instagram, one being Facetune. Um, if you don't have it, you should definitely download it. Facetune's a, a great tool to use just to um, sort of um, fix any imperfections on pictures or even enhance them. So for example, if you have a, um, a table with maybe a, a white coffee mug on it and you just want to make it more um, crisp white, you can do that within Facetune. So a lot of people associate Facetune with just your face, but actually you can enhance your images with that as well. So that would be my one little secret. Um, another one that's sort of gaining more popularity is Boomerang. You can attach that with Instagram as well. And again, it's just that kind of visual um, sort of content, I guess, on Instagram, which I think is getting more popularity since Snapchat has come out and it's been gaining a lot of popularity as well. Um, even though, you know, Instagram has been such a, a great visual platform for many of us, Snapchat is, is a sort of up-and-coming app that's been around for a long time, but I think it's getting more traction now with, with companies and, and users as well. Um, people want to see that there, again, is there, there's that interaction with, with their audience, right? Um, I always say, cause, you know, Snapchat is kind of like having your own reality show. You know, you're talking constantly into a camera and then having these people view your, you know, your, your images and, and your um, videos and things like that. So that's a, another one that I would probably recommend um, using is, is Boomerang. I think a lot of people are, are sort of adapting to that one. Great, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely um, can we, uh, revisit a podcast interview with you about Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another point. Uh, do you know about Icona Square? Yes, I have heard that. I haven't used it, but I have heard it. Yeah, it's, I think it's a fairly useful analytics tool, which, uh, which we've used in the past. Um, so that's worth checking out too. Right, uh, and if we look at uh, brands on Instagram, people or yeah. companies, who, yeah. who inspire you and why? 
Well, there's there's two particular individuals and there's two companies that um, that sort of I would say have a, a great page. Obviously, give a little shout out to Recruiting Social. One being um, just the fact that you can sort of showcase who we are as recruiters and what our day looks like. And we also do the IG takeover. So we work with some of our clients as well. Um, Bench Marketing, they have a great, um, I think they're on a, a great start of creating something very cool just in terms of their content. They stuck to a very particular color theme, which is great. I think it, it captures the eye. Um, Airbnb is, uh, has an amazing social media platform um, when it comes to, to Instagram. They're, again, the palette theme um, in terms of the color is really engaging. The pictures and the captions that they have are, is really engaging. Um, so those are those are two companies, or I should say three companies that are are definitely ones to to look out for. Um, when it comes to sort of individual ones, now you can see on my Instagram, I'm really into to either tech or into fashion. Um, so two individuals um, that I've been following that um, are really engaging too with their followers. One being um, Christy Lore. Um, she runs a company called Style Nine to Five. Uh, she's she has uh, an amazing followers but she's really engaging with her um, audience um, it really is very authentic when she's taking her pictures and, and capturing those moments about how she feels and just sort of her her day-to-day -day work um, another one is is code girl code and you kind of follow her path on becoming a programmer and and learning Ruby and I think um, she really definitely captures what it, it is like to be a, a woman in tech as well so those would be my go-to's Fantastic. Great. And if we look into the crystal ball, what do you think is the next big thing or big things for Instagram marketing? Yeah. It, it, it's tough now to say because things change so often, but one being um, now that you can essentially buy ads on Instagram. So um, anytime that you've been uh, scrolling through you know, your, your homepage or looking through pictures, um, now you can see these ads pop up. So you can either dismiss them or you can keep getting these ads from companies. So that seems like um, one that's going to be really being pushed a little bit heavier um, this coming year. We know that Hoodsuite now offers um, compatibility with, with Instagram and posting. So that's a, a big one. Um, there, I think there's probably pros and cons with, with using Hoodsuite. I, I know some, some people were opposed to it because um, it's not that authentic moment that you're capturing that sort of Instagram is known for. But when it comes to branding and marketing, it can be a successful platform to use in the sense that, you know, you don't have to worry about um, posting images throughout the day and interrupting your day-to-day -day work. You can have those sort of images already um, sort of rolling out throughout the day without having to be worried about that. So those would be my, my sort of go-tos right now. Okay, great. And a nice little shout-out to your Vancouver yeah. <laughs> okay, final question. Where can we learn more about yourself, Angela, and uh, Recruiting Social as well? Yeah, so obviously because we've been talking about Instagram, you can follow Recruiting Social on Instagram, and it's just one word, Recruiting Social. Um, you can also follow me um, on Instagram as well. My Mine is, uh, my actual um, username is uh, A Bordalusi, but um, with three S's, not just two. And then you can also check us out at www.recruitingsocial.com and you can check out what services we offer as well. Angela Bordalusi, thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. Righty-ho, I hope Angela's tips were uh, useful to you. We'll uh, definitely get her back on the show one day to talk about Snapchat as well. 
So yeah, do follow her on the gram and make sure you follow us as well. We are, of course, Link Humans in one word. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. The hashtag for this podcast is SM Knowhow. So if you check that out, you'll find lots of episodes on Instagram. That's it for this week. Many thanks for tuning in and uh, I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Social Media Know-How with your host, Jorgen Sundberg of Link Humans. For show notes and more, go to linkhumans.com slash podcast and check out the hashtag SM Know-How. My word of wisdom, I would say, is definitely just laugh in life. I think when you make it more enjoyable, it's better for everyone and yourself.